Thanks, David. I've got a powerful and sobering story actually to answer that question that I think illustrates the incredible importance of being storm ready, of being ready for setbacks before they actually happen and the difference that that can make. In October 1911, two teams made their final preparations for their attempts to be the first explorers to reach the South Pole. One team was led by Roland Amundsen, and he actually raced to victory and returned home safely as the one to win that particular race or that competition, so to speak. The other team, led by Robert Falcon Scott, reached the South Pole in 34 days later than Amundsen did, but him and his whole team died on the return trip back. What was the difference between these two teams? It boils down to one word. That word is preparation. Amundsen believed that you don't wait until you're in an unexpected storm to discover that you need more strength and more endurance. You prepare ahead of time. He and his team actually lived with the Inuit, learned how to dress, how to live, how to survive in freezing temperatures. He became an expert dog handler, ate raw dolphin, and became a skilled skier. He took more supplies than he needed and placed them at strategic locations on the way to the South Pole so they'd be there when they came back. He placed black flags to carefully mark his route so that if the weather turned bad, he had a way out and something to follow. Now, Robert Scott, on the other hand, did not train properly for his expedition. He relied on the knowledge he already had, and he failed to learn from those who had lived in similar conditions that he was going into. Instead of dogs, he chose ponies, which didn't hold up in the cold. He took untested motor sledges, which broke down under the extreme conditions. He took just enough supplies and didn't mark out his return route. And the rest, as they say, is history. The stories of Amundsen and Scott teach several lessons that reinforce the need to make preparation a daily habit and part of the fabric of our life. If we are going to be able to get through setbacks and deal with the roadblocks and the storms that come into our lives. And I found this to be true in my life as well. Even though I wasn't fully storm ready when my storm hit, when my accident hit and I was down for several months and a few years, there were enough of these preparations that I had done that I was able to build on that and move forward through my adversity and through my storm to get to the other side. It's interesting, you look in, this, in the scriptures, you look in the Bible, you see one illustration that's used, especially in the Proverbs, is they look at ants. They say, go to the ant and learn from them, learn their ways. Ants are incredible examples of preparation. They prepare in the summer so that when winter comes, they're ready. Proverbs 6, verses 6 to 8, take a lesson from the ants, you lazy bones. Learn from their ways and become wise. Though they have no prince or governor or ruler to make them work, they labor hard all summer, gathering food for the winter. We also see a powerful illustration of the importance of storm preparation when Jesus talks about the wise and the foolish builder at the end of Matthew chapter 7. 
It says this in, in verse 24 of chapter 7. Anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on a solid rock. Though the rain comes in torrents and the floodwaters rise and the winds beat against the house, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish like a person who builds a house on sand. When the rains and floods come and the winds beat against that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. The wise man prepares for the storm by building his house. And the metaphor there is when we build our life on what's solid, on God's teachings, on God's instructions, on building a life that's that's built on the principles found in Scripture, we will withstand when the storms come, unlike the foolish man who had no foundation. I want to give you some just a few quick behaviors that I would say characterize the storm ready, especially as we look at these, these illustrations from Scripture and this story that I told initially. Number one is, one behavior is learn from and hang out with wise people. You look at Amundsen, and he lived with and learned from the Inuit, who had a proven track record of survival in harsh conditions. When my storm hit, as I said earlier, I was somewhat ready, but I needed to take a crash course in storm preparedness because it was hover, it was I was hunkered down and it was, it was upon me. But as I continued through this storm, I found people that I could go to and learn from. People like Nelson Mandela and this Amundsen and Jesus and Paralympians and ants. Proverbs 13.20 says, walk with the wise and become wise. Associate with fools and get in trouble. So one huge behavior, one very key behavior to be storm ready is learn from those who've been through storms and copy their ways. Second behavior or concept idea that I think is so powerful is adopt an attitude of tempered optimism. There's a whole session on this earlier on in this in this series, but I just want to refer to it again because I think we need to have not just optimism, it's all going to turn out okay like Scott did, don't worry, just be happy and go and have your trip and it'll be fine, but have a tempered side, a realistic side to your optimism. And that's what Amazon did. He he was optimistic that he'd get there and back again, but he prepared for the worst. And I think that is important. One of the mottos I used when traveling my three-year journey of recovery back to health again, back to my new normal because I wasn't the same as I was, the motto was plan for the worst, but expect the best. Hope for the Hope for the best, dance with the rest. That's tempered optimism. Expecting the future to be filled with promise and opportunity, but don't live with an inability to handle misfortune and adversity. Have a mindset that receives it as a part of the package and learn coping skills to deal with the storms of life. The person who builds their house on the rock or on the sand expects the sun to shine and the wind to blow while they sit on their deck and, and enjoy the view. The difference is that the person who builds on the rock expects the storms to blow. The person who builds their life on the sand, it's almost like they're living in this fantasy world of not expecting these storms to blow and not fully being realistic about life. 
and weather and reality. Third behavior is practice hardship before you have to. This is the whole aspect of living a disciplined life, practicing hardship before you have to. Amundsen trained himself so that his mind ran his body. He practiced enduring hardship before he had he was on his actual trip. I think that's a good lesson for all of us to have those practices in our lives that create hardship when the sun is shining. Before my storm hit, I trained my mind, my body, and my soul. I practiced spiritual disciplines. I exercised. I studied. I didn't give in to my desires entirely, but I, I practiced these disciplines that created some hardship, but it was really for my own good, and I really believed in that long before my storm hit, and it really helped me get through the difficult journey that I went on. Because of the physical shape I was in, I believe that the traumatic accident that I went through, I was better prepared physically than someone who wasn't in shape. I'd been running, running a lot, six days a week prior to the accident. So my body was in top condition. So when it was hit hard, it was able to recover. And, and by the grace of God, I, I did recover, mostly. <laughs> When it's time to get on the recumbent bike at home and start my rehab, I had the memory of all the hours I had trained for marathons, and it came back to me. General George Patton advised, make the mind run the body. Never let the body tell the mind what to do. The body will always give up. And I want to give you one more bonus idea that I think is going to help you. Your attitude towards preparation is critical. Whether you're getting over a setback, facing one, or preparing for one, how you think about it, how you approach difficulty and setbacks makes all the difference. There's two birds that live in the desert. One bird wakes up in the morning, and all it can think about is, where's some dead meat? The other bird wakes up and says, where are those colorful, sweet-smelling flowers that I can find some tasty nectar? Each bird, the vulture and the hummingbird, find exactly what they go looking for in the morning. So I offer that up to you as a final thought, a final behavior, a final mindset to being storm ready is when you get up in the morning, make a decision to go looking for that sweet smelling flower and to feed on the things that are good and lovely and true. And that that will form a foundation so that when the storm comes, you're able to continue looking for the good, continue to look for the sweetness that is all that is still around you in spite of how bad things can actually get. Thanks for listening.